0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Tell you what, we're in Matthew 7, and we are at the portion of the Scripture in this chapter that is probably the most sobering uh, part of the New Testament, just for me personally. I mean, what Jesus says here is, uh, is profound, it's <laughs> scary, it's uh, convicting, uh, anything in <laughs> And it's a short thing. It's only three or four verses. But let me just remind you what's going on here. Just in the seventh chapter, he's already talked to him about not judging one another. You know, he's talked to him about, hey, if you will ask, it'll be given to you. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, it will be open to you. And he says, you know, the, the Father in heaven wants to give you what is good. And we saw in the cross reference uh, in another gospel that it said, to give you the Holy Spirit. He told him, he said, hey, treat other people the way that you would like for them to to treat you. And then from that, he went into what we saw in the previous episode to beware of false prophets, the ones who come to you in sheep's clothing and inwardly are like ravenous wolves. But he said, you know, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You will know them by their fruit. Okay. You will know them by their fruit. Now this is uh as a matter of fact, this is just hitting me right now. Um, uh, how this sort of flows together. And I think this is really, really significant. In verse 20 of Matthew seven, Jesus says, so then you will know them by their fruit. Okay. And he had talked about the tree and the, uh, the fig bush and the grapes that had borne good fruit. But what is good fruit? You know, you might associate certain things with good fruit. And I, you know, in the scripture, uh, Paul writes much later about this, that there's deeds of the flesh and there's fruit, you know, of the Spirit, that type of thing. But listen to what Jesus speaks of next. The next three verses, as a matter of fact, there's only three verses right here. But listen to this carefully, keeping in mind that the verse before, Jesus said, you will know them by their fruits. Then he says this, verse 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven, okay? So the one who will enter into heaven is the one who does the will of the Father, not necessarily the one that goes, Lord, Lord, which means what? There's going to be a lot of people that will sit there and proclaim, well, I I believe in the Lord. I called upon the name of the Lord. I call him Lord. So since I call him Lord, Therefore, I'm okay, and I will enter the kingdom of heaven. And right here, Jesus is saying, no, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Then how do we know the one that will enter the kingdom of heaven? But he who does the will of my Father. See, it gets us insight into that fruit. You will know them by their fruit, the ones that are doing the will of the Father. But listen to this. And this is where, when you look at this, you're thinking, my, verse 22, Jesus continued to talk. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord. Now, again, just notice what's happening. On that day, there's going to be many who say to him, What is that day? It's the day of judgment. Okay, it's the, the day of the Lord in the larger sense particularly the day of judgment, because apparently there's going to be many who will be conversing with the Lord and will be saying these things right here. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name cast out demons and in your name perform many miracles? And that miracles is the idea of... um, Uh, a power, works of power. Verse 23, and then I will declare to them, so this is Jesus speaking, then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness, or you who do works of iniquity. Depart from me. Do you see why I say this is probably the most sobering uh, portion of the Scripture in the New Testament? At least it is for me. Because he says you will know them by their fruit. You've got people here who say, Lord, 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 you know, we're calling you Lord. He's already told us they haven't done the will of the Father. But they're going to say, but did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? And did we not perform many works of miracles in your name? But Jesus is going to look at them and say, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. See, there's some serious stuff going on right here. There will be people who believe that they're in a right relationship with the Lord, but he's never known them. They're playing the religious game. They've got themselves convinced that they're all right and they're right in relationship with God. They call him Lord, Lord. They do all sorts of things. They teach about it. Well, look what they do right here. And these are things that most people who profess to be believers today don't do. And not only don't do, they don't believe that it's possible today to prophesy in your name, to cast out demons in your name, to perform miracles in your name. All of these would appear to be fruit of one who was of a good tree, right? But it's not. So how will we know them by their fruit? If you got these folks right here that are performing these great fruits, you know? And yet Jesus is going to say, I never knew you. So here's what it all boils down to, okay? It's this. Jesus knows our heart. He knows who's saved and who's not saved. He knows who the frauds are. And apparently there's going to be many that will say, Lord, Lord, we did these things. Think about that. They prophesy. they cast out demons, they perform miracles. Well, how did they do that? You know, if they're not really believers, if they're not empowered by the Holy Spirit, how could that take place? Could it be that they were functioning within demonic power? Now, there's probably an element of that. But the answer is written right here. Did we not prophesy in your name, in your name, cast out demons, in your name, perform many miracles. They were calling upon the name of the Lord to do these things. And the Lord honored his name by doing them, even though his name was being spoken in a spiritual sense by Balaam's ass. Remember how Balaam's ass talked back to him? If the Lord can make an animal talk like that, he can use the voice of one who's not really a believer but who's calling on the name of the Lord and the Lord is honoring his name and doing great things by setting people free from demons, performing miracles with them. But when it comes down to the judgment time, Jesus is going to look at them and say, I never knew you. Oh, they knew all about Jesus. They could tell you this. They can tell you that. They knew all this kind of stuff, but they were not known by him. They did not have that relationship. I tell you, this is a serious, serious thing. And each one of us individually has to take this before the Lord. And we have to say, Lord, Lord, forgive me for the times I have walked in in this not knowing kind of thing. You know? And then what it says in 2 Corinthians, you need to examine yourself to see if you'd be of the faith. Not to draw doubt, not to draw a question if you're truly saved, but to make sure that we're walking in the way of one who is truly saved. And just because someone may be doing these great signs and wonders and miracles and prophesying and all this doesn't mean that they are known by God. Again, very sobering passage. Take it before the Lord and see what it reveals to you. Matthew 7 verses 21 through 23. I'm Dale and I'll see you in the next episode.